Tom Schoaf may not have his iconic mustache anymore, but in the vein of John L. Sullivan, he's a small-town boy with a strong will to win, and he is ready for his next fight in bare-knuckle boxing. He's focused on his upcoming fight while also mentoring new fighters into combat sports. Today, I sit down with BKFC's OG, Tom Schoaf. Enjoy this episode, and as always... Have fun, get rowdy, and listen to the Bare Knuckle Pod. Tom Schof, what's going on, my man? Oh, just another day in paradise here in Lawton, Oklahoma. How's life treating you? Pretty good, pretty good. I'm here in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it's it's pretty nice here. Oh, well, good, good. I uh, I imagine that heat's not too bad a little further north. Yeah, no, no, it's not too bad. We got we got our honky tonks and and uh, uh, tractor pulls. I don't know. It's it's a fun time. Oh, good, good, good. So you're uh, you're fighting uh, BKFC forty nine in Miami, I guess against uh, Henry, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, Bryce Henry. Yeah. You ready for that? I think I will be ready for it. I wouldn't say I'm ready right now. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, but uh, but that's the point of training camp. You know, I uh, I started training. Again, after my last fight, I took about four months off. <laughs> so I started training about three and a half months ago. Okay. And, uh, you know, I've been uh, maintaining and working hard and doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing. My weight's already down pretty low. And uh, so cutting weight's not going to be an issue. And I, uh, I feel good. I feel sharp. I feel healthy. Uh, I think I will absolutely be ready and fully prepared uh, come fight night. Yes, sir. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm excited to see you in there. I'm excited to see the stash back in the ring. <laughs> yeah yeah man it's uh it's it's been a long time it's it, for whatever reason they like to keep me on the bench for you know extended periods of time and uh, i i get it i suppose but uh yeah. i'm ready to be back you know so it's been another eight months with me sitting on the bench sitting on the sidelines watching everybody else get to go to work yeah and now it's my turn to go back to work yeah that's got to be tough though yeah you know it's it's it has it's it's frustrating you know um yeah i'm I'm 34 years old and I'm reaching my physical prime, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me to be on the bench for eight months at a time when I'm in my physical peak is very difficult. Uh, on top of that, you know, for me to fight only, you know, once a year, essentially, right. uh, financially, that's very difficult. Uh, I'm very fortunate that I have a business and it's a successful one. Uh, you know, so I, I, I really don't need to fight. But if I were just a full-time fighter, uh, it would be very difficult for, for me to make a living in my physical prime when I'm stuck on the bench for eight months at a time. No doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I've heard a lot of other fighters say that they only get maybe even a week's notice sometimes or two weeks' notice, or which also you know, makes, I, that makes I it kind of tough. I will say this. It, there, those moments have happened to me in the past. Uh, but with the BKFC, they've always been very good about, I may, I may not get my contract you uh-huh. know, until a week or two before the fight, but I've always, uh, known about opponents and dates, you know, at least six to eight weeks in advance. And they've always been very good about giving me plenty of notice that, uh, you know, it's time for me to start, you know, preparing myself to get back to work. So I have been fortunate nice. in that sense. Nice, nice. Well, I always thought you were like the bare knuckle fighter of all bare knuckle fighters, just because of the stash and everything. I was like, this—it's like you were made for uh, for bare knuckle fighting. Oh, I really appreciate that. You know, that was a uh, 
that was a persona that I that I felt needed to be to be uh, portrayed. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and that that must everybody. Anybody who's anybody who knows about bare knuckle fighting knows who John L. Sullivan is. And if you know who John L. Sullivan is, you know that he has the best mustache in the game. That's right. Uh, you know, so I figured when I, I started, I started with the company at the first show. I was at the first show. I cornered the first, uh, the actually the very first fight that they had. It was Arnold Ad- Adams versus DJ Lindemann. And um, I, I've, I, you know, so I've literally been with the, with the show from the beginning. Uh, uh-huh. so I felt like nobody else was doing it. So yeah, I might as well, uh, take, take charge of, uh, that little situation, that opening that was there and, you know, fill that persona role. Okay. Now do you keep it? Uh, I'm sorry. What were you saying? I was just saying it's worked out for me. Yeah. 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 Do you, do you keep it even when you're not fighting? Uh, I did. Uh, I want to say I had it for, uh, Oh goodness, probably about four. So I mean, they started in eighteen three. Okay. So I had it for five years, and uh, I recently shaved it off. Uh, that's really kind of another story for another time. I okay, was, we'll call it. We'll call it one of those Britney Spears moments. Okay, and, you know, <laughs> shaved her head and she went crazy. Um, yeah. You know, I just kind of had a. Uh, I had to remember who I was. So yeah, I shaved sure. it all off, and uh, now I've just got you know my goatee—the same situation I had when I started with the organization. And who knows? Maybe in the next two weeks I'll get some whiskers back, and and we'll be uh, we'll 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 have some some good old fashioned handlebar mustache going on again. Oh heck yeah! I hope so. Um, tell us a little bit what. So how did you get into uh, to fighting? Mm. That is a meticulous question. <laughs> So when I was younger, uh, I want to say about, oh God, I don't know. We can go back to six, seven, eight. Um, I had older brothers and I was the youngest for a long time. So I got, you know, picked on and beat up and things like that had to be the tough kid. And then that led me to being a mouthy kid, uh, which then got me picked on and beat up pretty much all the way until I want to say, I don't know, I was a junior in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for, uh, and then I, I wrestled middle school, I wrestled in high school and that really helped me kind of toughen up and be, be, you know, more uh, resilient and, and all that other good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I was small uh, freshman year. I think I was five foot four and about 135, 140 pounds. Uh, sophomore year, I wasn't much bigger. I was about five, six, about 140, 150 pounds. And then, uh, and then junior year, Oh, let me, let me back step. And then I I got, I got bullied really bad. Uh, like to the point where I'd have like stomach ulcers and I would, you know, wake up in the morning throwing up or, you know, cause I was to go to school you know i got bullied really bad and then uh uh and then i hit a growth spurt and i went from five foot six and 150 pounds to six foot tall and 180 pounds Ooh, and so tables turned exactly and i was on a mission uh to just get revenge on anybody and everybody that had done me wrong in the past mm. uh, which obviously led me to getting arrested a lot which led my mom to essentially enforcing me, you know, look like if this is something that you, let me rephrase, enforcing in me, uh, 
something that I was good at and something that I had a knack for, but not something that I could do in the street mm-hmm. because it led to jail time and, you know, everything else. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I found a gym. I found a gym when I was, uh, uh, the, actually I want to say it was about a week after I turned 18 and I trained for four months, had my first fight and, that was pretty much all she wrote. I had uh, 25 fights over my over five years as an amateur. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lost one. And then I turned pro and I won my first six or seven fights before I took my first loss. And then things kind of bounced back and forth as mm-hmm. far as the record goes. But as far as what got me into it, man... Uh, the simplest way that I could analyze that whole story is I was a small shit talking kid who got picked on and beat up a lot because uh-huh. of it. And once I hit my growth spur, I was just, you know, out for revenge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so revenge got you in. Exactly. And and it was, uh, you were in MMA, right? Yeah. I started my career in MMA. Um, I really enjoyed striking i really enjoyed boxing mm-hmm. but mma was the big thing you know yeah. i was 18 years old and season two of the ultimate fighter had just kicked off okay so, yeah it was the new hot ticket uh and it allowed me an opportunity to you know also be the cool guy it wasn't it wasn't only about being the tough guy who went to go fight i could also be the cool guy who could fight so yeah it, a lot of advantages when I was young and, you know, helped my ego out quite a bit. And, uh, yeah, man. Well, it <laughs> seems like you were kind of, yeah, in the right spot at the right time as far as MMA goes. Cause you're right. Right around that time. That's when it was starting to kick off and really get big. And yeah. again, you're kind of right here for bare knuckle, which again, seems like kind of that same, uh, kind of that same spot that the UFC was in kind of where we are right now. Absolutely. Yeah. The bare knuckle situation for me, I literally fell into that. I had zero intention of becoming the 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 bare knuckle fighter person, being known for bare knuckle fight. I had zero intention of, of any of this, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had three teammates that were supposed to fight on that first card. And so I flew out to uh, Cheyenne. And, uh, I was cornering them, um, and two of my teammates, their opponents fell out. One of them was 135 pounds. The other one was 155 pounds. Well, I fight at 155. Mm -hmm. So I volunteered to fight my teammate. I told them, I said, look, we do this every day in the, in the gym for free. So like, if you guys are going to pay us, we'll, we'll do it tonight, you know, or tomorrow night, you know, and we'll, that we'll save a fight on your card. Well, they wouldn't let it happen uh, because they didn't know anything about me, but they enjoyed my enthusiasm. So I got a call from Dave Feldman a couple of weeks later, and uh, he asked if I'd be willing to fight on BKFC 2 down in Biloxi. And I said, yeah. Uh, and they offered me more money than I had seen in my MMA career up until that point. You know? uh-huh. um, so yeah, I thought it was a great opportunity for me to take a step back from MMA work on my jujitsu and my grappling. Cause at that point my record was 11 and four and 11 and five is not good, but 12 and four is. Mm-hmm. And 
being a purple belt, you're only going to get teamed up with people who are, you know, are, are high level jujitsu players or, or grapplers. And, and I really wasn't that I was much more of a striker as everybody can see now. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so I thought it would be a great opportunity for me to make some money while still working on my grappling and my jujitsu and getting better in that aspect. Uh, and then I'd go back to MMA in five years, you know, since I had that, that, uh, my, my bare knuckle debut. And uh, I've gotten my black belt. I'm on the mats every day. Um, I train a team of MMA fighters, and I've yet to go back to MMA or have an MMA fight. Uh, mm-hmm. like I said I had no intentions um, of being this person, of of falling into this role, but it worked out really well. Oh. Uh, and it just so happens that my fight style and the way that uh, that I approach fighting blends with b- the bare knuckle style really well. Uh, you know, so, so I, I, to, to go back to the mustache conversation, I yeah. follow this persona, you know, it's, it's worked out for me. Yeah. No, I, I, when I watch your fights, you're, I mean, you're, you're tough as freaking nails. Um, and you, you, you're a great striker. Um, I and I was, I was kind of thinking you were going to take on, uh, I kind of had you against Palomino, uh, cause mm-hmm. I mean, you were on a, a win streak. I know that, you know, you only fight a couple you know, once a year or whatever, but I mean, you Mitchell, right. Uh, lunch metal. Um, so I thought you were were primed and ready for it. You know, I, I, so did I, uh, but I, I feel, I think, I don't know. I guess the best way that I could describe that whole situation was, uh, I, I got a phone call in June about a fight in September. Huh? And, uh, and it was the fight, it was against Palomino. Uh-huh. Uh, so I started training in June for September hmm. and in July. I found out that it was pushed back to October, That's tough. August. I found out it was pushed back to November and then in September pushing on to October, I found out that they were pushing it back to December. Mm. So I went from having a, an eight week camp to essentially a five month camp. Right. That's like so mind I, games. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. It was tough. It was tough. Uh, so I, I just think I felt like I, I just felt overtrained. I felt anxious and I felt like it was just a lot of buildup and a lot of anxiety that, uh, that, that came out in my performance. Um, so, so, so to get back to what you're saying, I, I thought I had what it took to win too, but there was so much going on behind the scenes that night that, uh, I think regardless of, of how prepared I would have been, I think Luis probably would have been the better man. Yeah. Well, um, and now you've got Henry, Henry's, Henry's also, he's, he's up and coming, but, uh, Very. he's, he's looked pretty strong when I've seen him in the past. Yeah, very talented. I've watched his boxing matches. I've watched his uh, his bare knuckle matches, and uh, you know he has a uh, he has an unusual calmness mm-hmm. for somebody as young as he is. Uh, he's very methodical and kind of slow on his approach. Mm-hmm. Um, he's calculated. You know, I I really don't have anything bad. Uh, or negative to say about him or his skill. Obviously, I don't know him as a person, but on performances, he's done very well. So this will be a very difficult fight for me, very difficult puzzle for me to solve. 
but uh i think my brother and i have have figured it out and i think we've got a pretty good idea on uh on how how that how this 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 puzzle will be will be solved and mm-hmm. uh, you know i think we're going to get the victory I yeah, think yeah. That, i think that'll be that'll be the long and the short of that we're going to go out we're going to put on the performance that we've been you know training for the last couple of months and right off into the sunset heck yeah um now do you look past him at all i mean are you do you have other fighters that you want to fight or um no. what's your are you just no. focused on this guy that's it don't you know I, it doesn't matter I, i'm not thinking anything past august 25th okay i've done that in the past and it has gotten me in trouble um I know where my career is going after this fight. I know what direction I'm taking my career regardless of, you know, win, lose, or draw in this fight. So I am focusing on this fight and this fight alone. And uh, I will focus on other people and other opportunities when, 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 when that opportunity arises. Cool. Cool. You said you uh, you you train guys at a gym. Have you noticed that since you as you've kind of worked your way up uh, in the BKFC, does that kind of increase your your presence um, where you live? Um. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I live in kind of a. I wouldn't call it a small town because it's the third biggest city in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. but it's Oklahoma, so it's not really saying much. Okay. Uh, but there's only about, including the military base, there's only about a hundred and hundred thousand people okay. in this area. Uh, and with the military being here, people cycle in and out, uh, so much. Um, it's, it's not a big area. It's not a big town. Yeah. Uh, so I you've kind of, you've kind of had to grow it. Yes. Yeah. So when I with, first, you know, it doesn't matter really how well you fight and the winning is great, but you've had to grow it yourself. 100 percent, and i wouldn't say i've done it myself uh i I moved down here i found this location uh to train at um and after about a year and a half of being here and uh working at the gym and getting to know the owner uh he offered me partnership in the gym so i took that opportunity Mm. Uh, and because of my my name and my reputation and things like that we are able to promote that uh, here at the gym, but to be honest with you, that's not what pulls people in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is such a family community, church community, mm-hmm. uh, community community. Yeah. That, uh, what, what brings people in is just that, uh, I'm, I'm pretty big in my church down here and not as like a person. I just, I volunteer a lot. Uh-huh. And, uh, and my, uh, my business partner is very big it, 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 in the same sense at his church. Uh, so we do a lot of like church programs and, um, you know, uh, bully proof programs. We also work with the, the police department cause we have a handful of officers that are here. Uh, so we train the police officers in the area on self-defense and hand-to-hand combat and stuff like that. Um, but it's been avid. It's, it's been my experiences in the other realms, not necessarily my name that has allowed me these opportunities. Uh, so yes, we've absolutely had to build it up. Um, and my experiences in the BKFC and in, in other sports um, have helped me in that sense. But people are not showing up because Tom Schof 
trains at this gym. Okay, <laughs> got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not why people are showing up. I bet when they find out, though, I bet they're interested. Like, how oh, the heck absolutely. do you get in a ring <laughs> oh, without gloves on and let somebody hit you in the face? Yeah, yeah. Once people find out who I am and what I do, they're 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 absolutely taken aback, and uh, they have lots of questions, and they're very curious, and they watch fight. You know, then they start watching the fights and become fans and things like that. But uh, very rarely do we have people walk in the door and say, you know, I'm here because I heard you 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 train here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe that'll change if you if you take down Henry and and and. And and no, I don't know, yeah. get a title yeah. shot or something like that. Maybe who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Only time will tell, you know. <laughs> Only time will tell. Um, well, just to stick on that subject, I mean, the okay. amount you know, you're giving back so much now. I mean, you're training the the police force. Um, you know, you've got young guys in the gym that you're mentoring. You're active in your church. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you do all of that? Also, professionally fight uh co-own a gym um it just sounds like a, a lot on your plate scheduling yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, I, hear that's you. I can describe it man as i have uh i've got what i three assistants well, yeah well that um but i also have you know um i do what's called what i call like block scheduling uh-huh. and um i usually run about a 14 hour day so i I give myself four hours to do this. And then I give myself four hours to do that. And then I give myself, you know, an hour and a half or so to eat. And then another four hours to do this other thing. Um, and, and when I separate my day up like that, it it really helps me, uh, to get everything in, um, my business partner, he, uh, he owns three companies and he's also a father of six. Mm, Uh, Wow. He's, He's, he's not much older than I am. I think he's only a year or two older than I am. Oh. Uh, so he's got a lot going on, but the way he puts it is, you know, he's just like, I just put on a different hat. He said, I wake up and from this time to this time, I wear this hat. And then from this time to that time, I wear this hat. And then I get done with that job and I go to the gym and then I put my gi on and I'm wearing my, my jujitsu hat, you know? Um, <laughs> and that's kind of, that's really helped me, uh, to 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 navigate through all of the busyness that is going on here because you're absolutely correct man between the just between the gym uh my work schedule and my training schedule there's already a lot going on but mm-hmm. we also have you know 10 MMA fighters there's over 60 jiu-jitsu competitors in the gym there's probably another 75 kids that are uh here running around being crazy um you know and then we've got the 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 police force we've got the summer camps uh, church that, you know, the things that I do at church twice a week. Yeah. Like there's, there's a lot going on, but when you're able to sit down and write your schedule out a couple of days in advance, it really helps you plug everything in. Yeah. That's important, man. And staying focused on each, you know, thing, given the, giving it the time that it needs, um, and not trying to just do everything all at once and then you're scattered and running around. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well then you get nothing done. Cause yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I do everything at once, you wind up standing still. Yeah. hundred percent agree. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, have you ever put on boxing gloves? Uh, I like, mean, I know you've put them on, but I'm saying, have you ever boxed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, rephrase. Uh, I boxed as an amateur. Okay. Uh, amateur boxing matches but as a professional um i had one kickboxing match but i've never done professional boxing uh and that 
that that is definitely on the to-do list okay uh, especially given my age and my experience in other realms of of combat sports uh but uh you know it like we we're talking about earlier you know all good things come in time you know and only time will tell when that opportunity will arise uh i tried to get a glove boxing match actually back in july mm-hmm. but uh there was a, a contractual conflict with another company, so uh-huh. they, I couldn't do it. Okay, but um, you know that's that is what it is. Like I said, that the, that time will come. Well, I mean, it, it, to me, just you know, looking at it, it seems like that's a you know, if you can get in a ring bare knuckle, I mean, it's that, yeah. a cakewalk has got to be putting on gloves, right? Yes, I agree. I uh, I have a, a, a like I take damage in bare knuckle fights. And, uh, and that's just because like, I don't mind getting hit. It's probably not the best mentality mm-hmm. uh, to have, but I, I genuinely, it, it, it doesn't bother me the way it bothers most people. Um, well, I think so, that has to be a part of your game if you're going to be in bare knuckle though, absolutely. you know, cause you can see absolutely. the guys that get in there, get hit and they're not made for that. You know, it's like, right. it completely yeah. changes them. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, yeah so, I, so when I, when I box and when I spar and, you know, people, obviously, you know, a professional boxing match uh, at my weight would be eight ounces. But, uh, when I put 16 ounce gloves on, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll let people mm-hmm. get, eat me up. It's like, you're not going to knock me out. Yeah. You're not, not going to cut me, not with these pillows on your hands, you know, <laughs> but it's just, you know, so like I, I take way more damage, but I, I'm able to, because, you know, I, 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 it doesn't affect me. It's, it's, I, I, people make the argument, you know, who are standard boxing fans and say, you don't play boxing. Um, you do when you're a bare knuckle fighter, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, if you're used to getting punched in the face without gloves uh-huh. and somebody tells you, you know, it's like, Hey, let's put some gloves on and spar. You are playing. Yeah. That's yeah. Not a fight anymore. Uh, so yeah, I'm really, inter- I'm really interested to see how well I'm able to perform in that sphere uh once i get there cool man you uh you're going to be watching uh tonight with uh bryce hall and uh Guy perez and i think no. ridge and dodson no not really no. <laughs> okay. no i don't have any to be honest with you man i'm not a fight fan yeah um, okay i i was when i was younger um yeah. like when i was doing mma and stuff i watched a lot of fights and things like that just because i was you know i was i was in that realm uh mm-hmm. all the time but as I've gotten older and I've, I've, I've become personally involved in the sport, uh, as a professional, I don't get a lot of joy out of just sitting back and observing fights. I'll go watch shows. I'll go watch, like I'll go to a fight card. I enjoy Mm -hmm. that, you know, like a live experience. Yeah. Um, but beside the fact that I have absolutely zero interest in any of the fights that are on the card tonight, uh-huh. uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm really not a big fight fan, man. You know, as, well, as, as strange as that is to say. I hear you. Well, you took the next question right out of my mouth because I was going to ask if you were, if you cared anything about Perez and Hall. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's. I don't care in a fight sense. I care in a professionalism sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that it's ridiculous that they're bringing more YouTube stars into this fucking sport. Uh, pardon my language. And I also think it's ridiculous that they are um, having the cut man co-main event against the YouTube star. Mm-hmm. When you've got a UFC veteran 
taking on a freaking nobody for the main event. It's like, yeah. it, like personally, it's like this, the, just the, the top two fights I find defensive. So it's just like, no, like I'm not like, like I said, I've, I'm in this sport professionally. So uh-huh. you know, to see it and experience it on a personal level, like that's just offensive to me, man. I, if I was anybody underneath that, that that co-main event i'd be furious i'd be like who the hell is this guy and why is he co-maining this show uh yeah i, I just don't get it anyway uh yeah, yeah. no I, okay. I digress that's no fine. no it's fine no <laughs> <laughs> but I, I i just don't see how someone who doesn't have any background can possibly i mean i don't think someone who doesn't have a background can get in a ring with gloves on much less a uh bare knuckle match so yeah, yeah. There used to have to be like rules, laws, regulations. Yeah, experience. Like they won't even let you try out for the BKFC. Uh, or rephrase, you cannot be. I'm pretty sure, depending on the state, you can't become a professional fighter without more than like five amateur fights. Mm. Uh, and in the BKFC, you can't even be really considered without at least three professional fights. Like that's in the tryout con. Like when you read mm. the rules for the tryouts, it says you have to have at least three professional fights and a positive record. Um, Interesting. So, so I did like, not I, know that. Yeah. So again, I don't understand how this guy's coming in making. And they've done this many times in the past. How guys come in making their professional debuts in mm-hmm. their. Well, uh, that might I, be the reason they're getting into this prospects thing, maybe. Yeah, potentially. You know, there maybe people have been like, I mean, what the, what what gives here? Like, well, we'll do a prospects thing. Yeah, but I even I think I I don't know, man. I don't know enough about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll find out when I'm there on Thursday because they're doing the prospect show Thursday, and then they're doing the uh, That's uh right. the 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 professional show Friday. So yeah, yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Well, we'll check back in with you then. Yeah, we can do that we can <laughs> figure out some more um but dude well it's been awesome uh i appreciate you coming on um of course man of course it's been a great time well i just want you to know everyone that i talked to um asked me if i've had you on and they all say you're the nicest guy in the world so i appreciate you creating some time for me um and uh, well, i, I appreciate their kind words and, and hopefully i made the, the the same impression on you Yo, definitely for sure so we'll see you august 25th bkfc 49 in miami fighting henry yes sir yes, good luck sir. man forward to it i appreciate that thank you very much